0: Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy, and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking, and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom, and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. See, I'm not good to you. <laughs> <coughs> Green tea biscuits and a Christmas
1: bowl. I know. That's, that's more than I get for doing gigs most of the time, so I'll take it.
0: Oh, I'm sure I we'll know. get into that, actually. That yeah. Uh, yes. Megan Black, thanks for mm-hmm. coming on the Broad the Brave. Thank you for having me. It's so, we are just talking about how impressed I am by you because you're, like, bossing life today. You've yeah. You've been to a yoga class. I know. You're, you've driven from Edinburgh to Belzile, which is, at this time of the morning, is just not fun at all. It's
1: anyway. not. No.
0: And you look so glamorous. I mean, you, you look as glamorous as you do on stage. So I'm very you. impressed. I'm very impressed with you. You're winning at life the, today.
1: This is the one day of the year that I've actually like woke up early and done something.
0: Well, oh. we at the Broadway feel very privileged. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. So we met very briefly recently mm-hmm. at a gig that you're on, which, by the way, I loved your set. With. Thank you. So um, my sister Emma yes. obviously we've been talking about you and sharing your music. Um, so it's already been following you. My dad's your biggest fan, as you'll already know. <laughs> so it was great to get a yeah. chance to actually see you play live. Anyway, yeah, just love the whole thing, loved the vibe. You as a performer are so captivating, like I couldn't Thank keep you. my eyes off you. Thank so you. I was I'm really chuffed that we're against this. Yeah, me too. So music, like, has it always been a passion? It actually
1: hasn't. Um so <laughs> when I was little I used to I kinda went through a few phases. So when I was like a really young kid, like in primary school, I used to like make homework for the other kids in my street, and I'd wait till they like got home from school, and I'd be like, "Here's your like second schoolwork." Megan. So I know.
0: See if we were the same age, we in
1: the same pals.
0: <laughs> I would have loved that.
1: Literally, people are always like, "Nah, you must have no friends." I was like, "No, I had partic- I had particular friends." Like. Had to... people the people migrating. who got it <laughs> got it, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think I wanted to be a teacher and then I decided I wanted to be a footballer. Okay. I wasn't very good at football.
0: Yeah.
1: I know. I thought I was, but I
0: wasn't. Like That's looking
1: it. back on it, maybe it wasn't the Are right... yourself? If exactly.
0: if you don't believe in yourself.
1: Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, football and then kind of eventually got into music
0: um was that a secondary school kind of thing then when you were
1: yeah. at high school I think I was about 14 when I started singing so I've really like in the grand scheme of things not been doing it for very long I meet a lot of people on the scene that are like ah oh, I started singing like the minute I was born <laughs> just like <laughs> um yeah it's been I think that made it a bit more special for me though that it was something I had to find on my own, I think, because none of my parents are... Mu- like, nobody in my family's musical. Got you. My mum, bless her, is... She knows this. She's okay with it, but she's the worst singer I've ever heard in my her life. Her talents lie elsewhere. Yes, her talents definitely lie elsewhere. So I never grew up with that... Not pressure, but, like, you know, that kind of thing of, like, I should go into music. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I think that made it a wee bit more special, and it kind of... I think it shaped a lot of stuff for me in terms of when I started playing music, I started doing, my I used to do my eyeliner when I was about 16. My eyeliner would pretty much touch my eyebrows. I mean,
0: your eyeliner, like, is on thank point. You, thank you. On point. But
1: before that, like, that was something, I think, the eyeliner and the bandanas and the red hair and stuff, like, that all came
0: because of doing oh, music. Oh, um, it's like another form of self-expression yeah, you, in your music. Really? You get to express who you are through yeah. that whether you're I mean and that's the thing like I guess when you're younger and you're maybe writing your own stuff but you're also doing lots of covers like mm-hmm. you're still expressing yourself through the way that you would cover else's totally. song do you yeah. I mean? yeah the songs that you migrate to and the stories that you retell mm-hmm. as well as your own yeah you know yeah. so were you writing music from a young age as well as playing and enjoying music
1: sort of so I started writing uh Kinda, I joined um, a folk band. Cool. That was the first sort of thing I did, and then I kind of picked up different instruments from there. Um, but the first song I, I wrote and released, I was about eighteen when I wrote it, and that was kind of my way of coming out. Mhm. So I released that 2019, like just before the
0: pandemic, and then. Got you. Yeah. Um. Gosh, so it's quite early on in your yeah here, but you're so established like Thank plus mid pandemic so like congratulations Like, Thank you, you. you survived the pandemic you're <laughs> awesome like like yeah i mean as we all know like for mm-hmm. everybody the pandemic was like an yeah. absolute nightmare but for musicians you know and wanting to be in rooms mm. gathering people and hearing your music like it was impossible so yeah yeah and like when you were at school and started to find music and stuff and did you were mm. you kind of gravitating towards certain types of music I mean I guess although you were saying nobody in your family's musical but was music in the house were you already kind of forming the kind of music you're into? Kind of I think like so um I remember being
1: maybe about I don't even know how old I was whenever iPod shuffles came out I don't know when that was (laughs) we tiny ones um my granddad downloaded a bunch of his cds onto it for me yes I remember on the iPod shuffle there was Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen and people like that. So I kind of had that. But then also I grew up watching like Hannah Montana and High School Musical. So I feel like it sort of merged together. That just sounds glorious. (laughs) It was
0: great. (laughs) I was impressed with your papa's like choice of music, but then also I'm a big fan of High School Musical.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I think now looking back on it, I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Why... I've sort of adapted this, like, 70s bluesy rock kind of sound with that sort of, like, queer
0: pop yeah. kind of drama-esque <laughs> thing. Drama. Um, yeah. Bringing the drama. What I did appreciate about you on the night as well, so mm. I saw you at uh, S.L.A.Y. at Queen yeah. Sounds Festival. Yes. it's um, actually interviewed... EJ from Queen oh, Sounds cool, this, yeah. just this week. So, uh, and they were very excited to hear that you were coming on the podcast yeah. too. So, uh, seeing this podcast, it just introduces you to all these amazing <laughs> people. Um, but what was my point? Oh, I i, I liked what you said. I'm para, totally paraphrasing what you said, but you just said, I'm angry about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, aye. And so you should be. The world, <laughs> the world is a bonfire. fire. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm a, like, a, a terrible optimist and mm-hmm. I'm quite a positive person. Yep. But there is a lot to be angry about, and, and you, yeah. you can channel that into some beautiful songs and entertaining people. Great, Do you know what yeah, I mean? like yeah, spread like, your message. Totally,
1: I think, I think that's the thing. I think music definitely let me. I mean, I'm. I don't know. I would say naturally as a person, a lot of people are quite surprised by how different I am as a person compared to like performing. Okay. Um, just like i feel like i am a bit more introverted as a person and one thing for me is like i would not be that person out on the street like armpit hair out being like fuck patriarchy and yeah. all that it's more i i can only do that through music like i can only channel that so i think that's been really nice like exploring that sort of anger but as you say in a in a way that kind of does give people hope a bit or kind of mm-hmm. has that.
0: Yeah, I did come away from your set going, oh, God, the world is, like, doomed. <laughs> Terrible, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you did feel empowered. Like, you even got the audience, like, you know, we're all fist-pumping. The yeah. <laughs> Loving it. Like, crowd participation, all for it. Yeah, <laughs> so it was a joyous experience. Good. But nice. listening to your songs, you obviously listen to, you know, online as well mm. and then seeing you live, like, mm. yeah, there's stuff. To be annoyed about, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think
1: so, and I think like that sounds so like the first song I released when I was nineteen was called Virgo Queen, and that was like my way of coming out. So I hadn't even told my parents yet, and it was, I was, no. yeah, that's what I mean. That's how like different I feel like the Gosh, two kind of duos. your vehicle. Yeah, hundred percent. My parents were just like, oh, okay, <laughs> like cool. <laughs> Great.
0: Yeah, that's good to hear. Um. I, I mean, mean obviously, there's sounds very creative. of you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, so get something to. Here's a fabulous song. <laughs> the drama, like
1: how they didn't know sooner. The fact I had to like put it into a song for them. Um, <laughs> You're like, would you like some homework? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like that that style of music, it was like a kind of more piano, kind of not ballad, but sort of like singer songwritery
0: kind of okay. thing. Um, and see so in terms I, of your musicianship, like, yeah. have you had like, formal lessons in any instruments or are you somebody that's just naturally gifted and picking up instruments and making them play? Uh, <laughs> so I feel like I've not had any
1: proper formal training. I think when when I first started singing, uh, my grandparents bought me some singing lessons nice. and that was, like, my way in. But other than that, I used to go to, like, uh like community choir which was free for like people that went to high school they could go along to on a Saturday and I think that was sort of my like way in was Mm. like just meeting other young people my age that were doing that and being like oh this is kind of like I feel like coming from a small town it's kind of hard to feel like doing something creative depending on I mean I think for me I've definitely got that like working class mindset even still like I'm like this isn't a real job even as I'm doing it as a job I'm like this isn't a real is job.
0: Something's
1: great tapping being a <laughs> yeah. tap the shoulder and tell me
0: <laughs> get a job.
1: I know it's like I, I, it's just that <laughs> yeah. internalized like um working class mindset for sure and I'm like I'm kind of grateful for that because it gives me something to sort of not fight against but sort of like. It helps me keep myself in check because I believe yeah, it's other, like an anchor isn't it yeah a hundred percent but I believe like other people are doing it as a job I think it's just so it's it's matrix, so are you
0: yeah I know <laughs> in fact you one would call it a career yes <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting. I get it mm-hmm. and I think depending on what your route is as well you know mm-hmm. that kind of hashtag no wrong path yeah you know and it's all the exam results and stuff and I'm like mm-hmm. absolutely because you know my entry into dance was totally unconventional compared yeah. to a lot of other people yeah. and I ha- have struggled and sometimes still do mm-hmm. with like oh, am I kidding on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, like what I mean like, and like, well, people keep like guiding me, and like, see, it nice to <laughs> people,
1: that. people are paying me to do this, do you know but I mean? they're just, they're just being nice, or they're just, well, yeah.
0: Is that? <laughs> that, it's bananas, do you know what I mean? I like, know, mate. That nice like they're not gonna money to burn. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it is funny, yeah. But I, I like you I don't think it's such a bad thing mm-hmm. to like be able to kinda check yeah. yourself and just be like, well, I know yeah. and you say small town, so where are you from originally?
1: I'm from uh Livingston. Cool. Like originally. Yes. Um, I mean there's a lot of Talented people that have come out of West Lothian. I think it's the same everywhere, though. I yeah. think.
0: I mean, we've, we've got Shanice in here in Belsa yeah. Alba. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. a claim your fame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think, like, equally as much as. I mean, I'm proud of where I come from. It's not, you know, it's not that. But I think growing up as a queer woman, it's really, really hard to see yourself in a lot of these kind of small towns and, like, I don't think people really get it unless they've been through that. Of course, you know? yeah, um, understandable, eh? Like, I feel like, yeah, like I could watch people like Lewis Capaldi or The Snuts and I'm like, they're amazing, but equally they have such a different lived experience from me. So I think, I don't know, I think it's something I would definitely, at some point in my life, like to be part of making, not just music, but like, the creative industries like more accessible to people from similar backgrounds to me because yes. I think it's such a even not even do it as a job but just to have that yeah you know just I'm have it right? in your life I mean yeah. it's
0: joyous do you know what I mean yeah like, I know that the privilege that I've got to be mm. doing this is living but like even this podcast which is totally a hobby don't make any money off it yeah the fact that I'm able to do this that I've got in this my life like yeah it, I love it you know, yeah. it's the best decision I've ever made to do this podcast mm to think that people don't have something like that in their life. Yeah. I mean, everybody needs a podcast. Well, everybody has got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean? Like something yeah. that just makes your soul sing. Yeah. And it something. lets you express yourself and lets you connect with like-minded people. And mm. yeah, there's. it's a travesty to think that there's, people kicking about that don't have that for whatever reason do you know what I mean and they're not able to make space in their life for it or they don't think that that's for them I mean this conversation comes up a lot in terms of like theatre because again I'm lucky enough to work in theatre I get invited to a lot of theatre so I see great stuff you know and people still don't feel that Mm -hmm. that's for them and like you're saying then you know it extends to a wider kind of scenario of if you feel like you are an outsider I'll put that in inverted Mm -hmm. commas or you're that it's space. not a proper it not for job, you you. Yeah. I mean, then yeah. unless you've got somebody in your corner going, do yeah, go yeah. for it. Or you've got that wee inner voice thing. Yeah. You're just not. And in terms of like your parents and the people around you, were they championing you going for this career? They were. I think,
1: I mean, I think they were, I think it put them their mind a bit at ease when I got into uni and stuff to do music. I think there is just that, as I say, I, I don't, I understand why it exists, but this sort of like mindset of creative things being just fun and it can exist in your life for any other purpose. Whereas for me, I'm very much like, this is what I, I feel like I need to do. Uh-huh. Equally, like, if I'm going to do it, why not make it my job? Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think... I think that's been sort of a bit of a learning curve for me and still kind of is. But yeah, like going from releasing these sort of piano ballad Mm -hmm. kind of things then into lockdown, as hard as lockdown was for so many people, for me it really, that was where the anger sort of came in for things. That was when I had time to sit with stuff and was like, oh this is messed up, you know? Like, I started reading a lot of books on sort of feminism and how things work and, like, the privilege that that even I have too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, like, just how messed up it all is. And I think that was what sort of transformed not only the stuff I was writing about but also the sound that I was going for into that more sort of... As I say, it's probably been from... Yeah, listening been, to it as a child. Yeah. somewhere in the background. Yeah. I think, like, because I love, I mean, I love the, the Rolling Stones. I love Mick Jagger, but yes. equally, and I love the sound of their music, but they're not exactly, like, feminists. Fair enough. <laughs> yes. So I kind of I think was think like, yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like everybody fucking... would, would yeah. see that. Um, But so for me, it was like, how can I take up the space of these men that I admire for their musicianship but do it in a way that feels like it's empowering to me yes. and my own experience so
0: yeah because i mean and i'm sure you've had scenarios where people are comparing you to other artists or whatever yeah. which i mean and you're like you know and it, that's fine and i'm yeah. sure that to a point that is uh flattering but your sound is your sound yeah and your words are your words too yeah and like they can't be compared they can't be assembled by yeah. anybody like because that's your truth and that yeah. you wrote those words, you wrote those melodies, totally. you got your band together and made that sound, mm-hmm. you curated this, you, the look and the on the on stage kind of persona like you were yeah. saying, like so it can't mm-hmm. be put in a box.
1: Yeah, such. totally, totally. I think that's the same for for everyone that's making things, and I think like that's been really nice for me because I always kind of say like whenever I'm writing something. Um I'm always like I think because growing up, not being able to sort of explore the fact that I was queer or the fact that I just wanted to express myself and didn't really know how to, I feel like now I kinda owe it to like little Megan to do things that she'd be like, Oh, that's so cool, we can do that. Holy um family. but I think equally that's where all of it's come from, like the the whole sort of Hannah Montana, Bob Dylan blend of <laughs> whatever it is, you know, I think it's it like it all is
0: like younger me that can do anything yeah, with all of that. Yeah. So yeah. To an extent I guess it's life experience, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean 100%. not to say that young people can't write good songs and mm. don't have anything to say. That's not what I'm saying. No, totally. But the older you get and the more you get to know yourself, yeah. hopefully the more you find ways to express yourself. Yeah. You, you find yeah. the voice or you find the vehicle in which you want to, like, share your message or whatever. Yeah. And, obviously, having a talent. Because, I mean, it's one thing wanting to do that and there's another thing being exceptionally good at it, which you are. Thank <laughs> so you. thank goodness you can sing <laughs> <laughs> and write songs. I'd be lost without it, honestly. <laughs> um, and so going to study music, I know I keep taking you back, but I'm just interested no, no. in the kind of route okay. as well, like, mm-hmm. was, so there was a definite decision of, I'm interested in music. I'm going to go and study this to have a career. Or was it just that I like music, so I'm going to do that?
1: I think honestly, like I'm, I'm in my last year of my degree at the moment, and I think for me, it was more, it was just that pressure of I need to have a degree. There. I think if I'm being honest, like I've gotten this far in it, I'm like I might as well just do it. Um, and I think I think education is a brilliant thing like i do like i think it's it can kind of help a lot of people like break out of certain cycles and things like that like for me was an important thing but um in terms of wanting to study music i didn't really because i've not had that conventional route into music for me yeah that was the thing Uh uh-huh
0: so what is your degree like what is the
1: it's music and english that i'm doing
0: so I did an English degree. Did you? Because uh, the whole thing, like, you're, yeah, yeah, I will go to uni. And yeah. that's not, that was me. I'm not saying uh-huh. that was anybody else. Was, yeah, yeah. I will go to university. Yeah. What will I study? Yeah. So yeah, I did an English degree.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't regret it. No, I'm totally, not, yeah. I've not really used it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I write poetry now and I've had a couple of kind of jobs and commissions, which I'm like, well, in some way, shape or form, I'm sure Yeah, that's comes, me using yeah. it. Uh, I, I genuinely don't regret it at all because no. it's like the people you meet, the mm-hmm. situations that you get yeah. in, then books that you read, like whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah. it's like another Still, life experience. Yeah, it's life experience, yeah, totally. I think for me as well, like so I actually had I've never actually spoke about this like on an interview, I don't think. But um so when I got to about seventeen or eighteen, like I've really struggled with my mental health for quite a long time. Um and I just like the imposter syndrome of doing music and all the things that go into it, I just was like, this isn't for me, like I shouldn't do it. And I decided, I don't know why, <laughs> um, I feel like you just, you just sort of like, what is going on at that age? Um, I went to go audition to study English and acting okay. instead, and part of my acting audition I had to sing. Okay and it wasn't until doing that audition cuz i i think i just had it in my head like i need to go to uni cuz i got the grades and i need to do it mm-hmm. um and when i went the guy was like why aren't you doing music wow so that was like a bit, so. yeah so if, if i don't know who that guy was i don't even remember what he looks like like, I, like <laughs> it's all a blur but um gosh yeah he like pulled me aside and was like you're really going to regret this if you don't do it so I was like, okay. And when you said that,
0: were you like, ah, you're absolutely correct?
1: I think so, yeah, because, like, I mean, I've always loved the idea of acting, and I think, in a way, like, a lot of the kind of stage persona things, and even to a degree, like, the, the stuff I write about, as I say, like, it's kind of a very exaggerated version of myself being, like, pissed yeah. up in the air, like, you know? Yeah, yeah Um. Yeah. But I think... I've always enjoyed that aspect of acting and being able to kind of dip in and out of different Mm. things. But it was so clear to me, like, when I went from the acting part into singing, that it was just like... I don't know, because I hadn't sung in so long, too. As soon as I did it, I was just like, ha
0: Like, I don't know, I just... I remember this. Yeah. Because in the choir and, you know, school and stuff. Yeah. That's so funny, like you know whatever you believe in but like mm. it feels like the universe sometimes is just like come this way please yes. me like <laughs> running against this like no 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 <laughs> but, do you know i mean and the thing is like you saying about you know swerving away from the acting to go into music mm. in english like that's not to say that you've now packed that
1: yeah act inside
0: the things or, or do you know I mean like, you'll find ways and like you're saying like mm-hmm. being on stage and stuff is a version of yeah. acting not to say you're not being authentic on stage but yeah there is we have different versions of ourselves yeah that's totally. you yeah. you know like when i go to teach a dance class like that's absolutely me yeah but i'm not like that all the time do no you know I mean? like, that's, I'm young, yeah like you know because i'm able to project my voice in a room full of people mm-hmm. you know and i'm like i don't talk at this level all the time i think mean, like, that's you yeah do you know I mean i'm like i'm actually quite quiet like yeah. you know, we've been in family holidays and my mom's been like she's not really said anything today can you imagine <laughs> do you know i mean like <laughs> but it's truth yeah we have different versions So not to say that any of them are not truthful yeah and i guess yeah. actors maybe you know and i've had various and i've worked with a variety of actors i would assume a lot of actors would see even and appreciate a character mm-hmm. who's not there mm-hmm they have to put something of themselves in there yeah, to totally. connect to that character yeah. that's on the page and bring them to life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's essentially what you're doing. You're connecting with parts of yourself on stage. Yeah, so
1: 100%. You're an actor. Thank you.
0: I'm <laughs> Teens, reminded enough
1: to be it, yeah. Totally. Um, no, I, I agree with you, and I think it's really interesting because that's, that's kind of the way I've described it to people. It's like, I, I definitely am that person on stage but i can't be that all the time no plus it would be exhausting it would be so exhausting yeah um you have to like switch off yeah a hundred percent and like majority of the time i'm just like kicking about like being a wee dweeb and then like just occasionally i'll like put on some winged eyeliner and i'm like you
0: are definitely being <laughs> a dweeb the day thank you and see your creative process in terms of writing is that a very kind of not formalized activity but have you got your way, or does it just happen when it um,
1: happens? It kind of changes, but most of the time I'm I'm always that person like it's got like a tune stuck in their head and just like hums it all day and
0: annoys everybody. Um, are <laughs> like, does this belong to somebody else, or have I <laughs> yeah. read this up? Literally, that's <laughs> so like what happens. I'm like. Have I read this, or is this me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I know it's, like I've done that before when I've written something and I'm like, this sounds oddly familiar and i'm like oh it's not even mine it's just been someone else's song Damn it! i know i remember because normally what i'll do is i get i get sort of a tune in like i'll just get it's normally the chorus like i'm quite like i'm 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 one for hooks yeah because it just it gives me something to then be like i know what to write around this kind of thing um but equally there's times where I write a lot of bass lines, that's like my main thing, Ah. so I like come up with bass lines in my head and I do like a wee
0: voice recording, like I'll just be like in the shops and I'm just like recording it It's interesting that would not I wouldn't think that would be the first thing the first instrument you would Yeah, it's really interesting
1: I think it like shapes it for me, it's weird like, yeah there's loads of stuff like that but equally there's times where I've written songs and I've Tried to mainly focus on something else. Like, I remember when I re recorded Sweet Bisexual, I did sort of like a reimagined version. And I was trying to think of like how to. There was like a certain part, and I wanted to change. I can't remember if it was the bass line or the guitar part. But for some reason, I'd like made it into heard it through the grapevine. And I was like, oh, you're joking. Like, because that's just like, it'll get stuck in my head. And I'm like, oh, that's a great little riff. And I'm like, oh, it's not even mine. Damn it. I mean, like, <laughs> I couldn't afford to to put that out. So I think it's stuff like that. But then, yeah, like, um, with Mother, Sister, Lover, I hadn't written stuff in a while. I was really struggling to write. I go through, like, periods of not writing. Um and I was like filling up my car with petrol, and I was just like, Mother. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to record this. And I like had to go into the petrol station and just like pretend I was browsing. And I was like recording it on my phone. I love it. Um, it was like that fear that it's just going to
0: disappear. Yeah. And I was like, Life gets in your head, and you're like, Damn it. Yeah. I had it. I know. <laughs> it was so
1: like, because I could even hear like, I can hear like certain things. So I could hear like the claps at the beginning. So I was like, Okay, this needs to, like, I need to. Keep this in my brain, but other things I'm like I have no clue. Like I just rock mm. up and see what happens. <laughs> rock
0: up and see what happens. Yeah. And so going to study music, mm-hmm. but during the pandemic so that was tricky because I guess some of that's yes. online. And mm-hmm. and do you feel like your Megan Black artist and your life at uni are separate? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so. In terms of gigging and putting your music out there, so you're saying like releasing music mm. when you were 18? Uh, 19. 19. Yeah. And starting to gig and stuff, was that a very definite, I've got some here, mm-hmm. now I've got to go and share this with I think so,
1: yeah. I mean, I'd done gigs before I was 19 as well. I kind of got into gigs pretty much as soon as I started singing. It was oh, a yeah, because you were like, singing
0: like the folk quick... band.
1: Yeah like it just yeah it sort of just like snowballed a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah I'd say like my my life in terms of I mean university for me is very much just like I'm grateful that I'm able to go to university but for me it's just like I just want to do what I need to do and then have the degree there.
0: Um, well, Do did, did you got off here once you
1: have got it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope they can. Um,
0: no, I, listen, my sure. podcasters be like, <laughs> um, they're like, you haven't used this, Lisa. When did you it mine? I'm like, no, no, it was mine. I was definitely Something there. I'm Although nice. sometimes I'm like, I think I just got it. They just gave me it for turning up. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> <just> like, like <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Um, I don't know. I
1: think definitely my sort of day to day life. Like, I feel like I don't feel like I'm. Megan Black, I don't know how to explain, like, so, like, for example, my partner calls me, like, Meg, or, like, Moog, or, like, The Meg, or something, <laughs> and it's just, like, normally me, like, in an udi like, just, like, yes. eating snacks in my bed, just, like, it's very, like, I don't know, I get quite imposter syndrome with it, I feel mm-hmm. like I need to be in the headspace of being, like, Megan Black to actually be, like, oh, okay, I can do this, it's Dipping cool. into these shoes now. yeah.
0: Whereas normally, I mean, like, healthy and I would imagine that's quite normal for a lot of people yeah. who are I anime. Mean, name.
1: Yeah, because yeah. it's my own name. Like I can't, totally. you know, totally. it's, it's. I don't know. It's like, I used to always my parents because I was like, oh, why can you give me like a, a more interest? Like I've not even got a middle name. It's just Megan Black. I was like, what a boring <laughs> name. But it's, it's a <laughs> no, good it's stage nice. name. That's what you say. Yeah. Uh-huh. It so is. I feel like I just, I more keep that as my stage name and then just like in general when I'm around kind of like close friends mm. and family and stuff, I'm just chilling.
0: I don't yeah. know. You're Meg.
1: Yeah. Oh, Megan, the, the Meg. The Meg. The Meg. Um, <laughs> is that like a film about a shark or something? Is
0: it? I think so, yeah. I'm sure there's like... Wait, the, Google that. I know. but fact, <laughs> why is Google that? <laughs> <laughs> that... That feels like it's got some sort of meaning attached to it. 2018, the Meg. IMDb.
1: <laughs> Maybe my partner's just been like insulting me this whole time, and I've just.
0: Had A group work. of scientists exploring the Mariana Trench encountered the largest marine predator that has ever existed. <laughs> He's, He's the definitely been one. <laughs> The mega London. There (laughs) you go. That's your new stage. The mega London. An X Factor. (laughs) And um, so what has, I guess, post-pandemic and Mm being allowed to be out in the world and sharing your music with actual humans in actual spaces? What's that been like for you?
1: It's been great, actually. I think kind of during the pandemic, I started to think about who I wanted to work with. Like I knew I wanted a band and I wanted a fuller sound and I think I've just been so lucky, especially where I am just now. Um, I just have really good people around me. Like, I mean, they're all great musicians themselves. Yes,
0: yes. Like, your band are musicians. tight as. Like, yeah,
1: I know, really they great. really are. But they're also just like good people.
0: Do yeah, you think Yeah, is, more like... of the good people, absolutely. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you can be the best musician in the world, but mm. you've got to actually work yeah. with these people. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: So I think, I think that's been really fun um like actually having other people involved in it with me um like i don't know being able to bring my band like when i've been nominated for awards and stuff which is like mental but being able to actually bring them with me and have them as like part of it has felt really nice
0: yes
1: um
0: of course i mean congratulations uh, on thank
1: awards. you tell us about that um so i I've been, I've, I don't know, I've won a few awards this past kind of year or so, but the, the award ceremony I brought my band down to was for the Youth Music Awards
0: Brilliant.
1: last year, which was fun, Um, and we performed at it and stuff, and I yeah, think, like, great. that's been really nice, just actually sharing that with people, I think it's like, it's such a rewarding feeling, working with people who just get what you're trying to do, and I don't know, yeah, I would like for I would like to be able to bring more opportunities to these people who just show up for me and are like
0: yeah. And the thing yeah. is, like you know, it takes a village. Yeah. Like yes, you are Megan Black, your name's mm. on it, but like you're saying, like mm. to create the sound and create the music and keep the vibe, <laughs> it isn't just you. Yeah. Do you I mean so? It's lovely. Totally. And then I think for you and just getting the vibe and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you know, that safety net of having other humans, hmm. good humans around you. Yeah. When you have got that dreaded imposter syndrome, yeah. there's other folk who are excellent musicians yeah. who want to be in your band. Yeah. Is that not telling you something <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like See, this you are a... legit. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing, I'm always just like,
1: oh, they're gonna leave. They're gonna realise that this like they can do better, but then they're like Megan Sharp. <laughs>
0: Totally, it's like a weird it's subtle, sort of impression like... that you're so honest though. Because, like, yeah. I identify with this massively mm-hmm. in my realm, yeah, and just my life in general. I feel even like yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. in imposter syndrome as an adult, me too. I really feel that
1: so much. I'm like, why isn't trusting trying to
0: better? But as a 41 year old who's still going,
1: yeah,
0: why, why is somebody allowing me to adult?
1: I know, <laughs> I'm like driving my car,
0: I'm like, why am I allowed to do this? What <laughs> happened? <laughs> The yeah. thing is, I mean, sometimes you have just got to be like, yeah, okay, this thing mm-hmm. does occasionally plague me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. There's a reason why mm-hmm. I still got up. Yeah. And I still make the music and yeah. I write it and I still sing. Yeah. And I got up on a stage. Like, do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. if you didn't, if there wasn't some sort of belief in yourself, you yeah. just wouldn't be doing it.
1: Yeah. No, a hundred percent. You're right. And I think it comes in like waves and flows as mm. well like there's there's times where you know things will be I think it's it's hard as well with social media because outwardly you know I think the imposter syndrome comes in quite a lot because outwardly it looks like I'm doing all these amazing things but internally I'm still like this is like even getting nominated for awards. I'm like they've sent me this by accident <laughs> like this yeah. this email's coming by accident or whatever it is <laughs> And yeah, it can be really debilitating and I think it's harder because other musicians or other creatives are then looking at what you're posting being like, ah, oh, they're doing so well, they they just know they can do it. And like, I think it creates this false narrative for all of us that we're like, all
0: so certain of ourselves. Yeah, I'm almost. bossing it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's like... But then you have to think like, there, there'll be musicians, mm-hmm. peers of yours, people that you look up to. Yeah who will be posting.
1: Yeah.
0: And they will also be have an extent, you know, yeah. like some version of that, I would imagine. Yeah. Because I, I don't think, and having done this podcast, mm. and we're nearly, you know, we're at 220 episodes now. Wow. The amount of people that I've spoken to who mm. put their thing out in the world, actors, musicians, sports people, they all have a similar vibe of, I'm going to get fun out. <laughs> like... Mm. I'm so lucky to be able to do this. Eh? Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure about this. Like, oh, I'm just experimenting. No, mm-hmm. oh, I don't really know what I'm doing. There's always that chat.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, people that are doing amazing things and have yeah. done. Do you know what I mean like totally are legit like mm-hmm. yourself? Yeah. And I think there's just a vulnerability about sharing.
1: Yeah. The
0: thing that you, you created, and I think that's where the anxiety or whatever comes from.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I think yeah. No, that that makes so much sense. I think there is. There is an element as well that once as much as I go between being like, Yeah, this is a job, no, this isn't a real job. I think there is an element of once you turn it into your career, you have this added responsibility, which I mean I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like I don't I don't even think I could do like I've done so many jobs and I've been terrible at all of them. (laughs) Like I just am not like, I feel like this is the thing that I'm supposed yeah. to do. and But equally, it's kind of... For me, recently, what I've kind of been sort of learning with that is that I just... I'm not going to enjoy every part of my job. Correct. The same this way the every other... Yeah, totally. It's yeah. like, there's parts of my job that I just really don't like. What no, are those
0: parts, Megan.
1: Um. So... I mean, I suppose the music industry as a whole can be a bit of a downer. Um, I think, I mean, carrying equipment, hate that. Not
0: a fan.
1: The imposter syndrome, hate that. Mm-hmm. The money that you have to spend to do it. Yeah. Um, You know, the, the way it's sort of designed, I think, it's like you kind of have to try and run your own business, but also be creative and also um work with other people and be good to work with
0: and many hats
1: yeah it's like it it can be quite challenging um so there's a lot of stuff that i I don't like about being a musician i don't even feel like it's at this point i don't even think it's something that i actively choose to do i think it's something i just i need to do Mm. if that makes sense it's like
0: so you just have to go on with the stuff you don't like so like well yeah, it's just yeah, this is an yeah. necessity like a necessary evil,
1: yeah, totally. I think if if like I mean, I'm always like, I could just like move into the woods and like open a little cafe and like <laughs> have that, that slow slow living kind of thing, but it's just there's yeah. something about it. like it's not, I don't feel like I'm choosing it being like, oh, I need to create like, you know, it's more like i it's not even that I necessarily want to do it it's like a a need hmm. to do it and i think with the stuff that i talk about in my music that's not even stuff that i necessarily plan to talk about like as much it as comes i can out. yeah so i feel like at least for just now in my life it's kind of as you were saying like the universe just sort of
0: yeah pushes you into a set they're like come on this way like, <laughs> come along come now. on, yeah <laughs> come away from the woods <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's, and that the thing is there's chapters of people's lives yeah 100%. and I'm not, not to say that I'm thinking you're going to ditch music at some point I mean yeah. right but like that would be a choice you know what I mean but yeah. what I mean is like you know you have phases chapters of your yeah. life where other things come in and they are stronger than other and that, that that's the thing about putting people in boxes mm-hmm. or you know and I understand why when you're at school you've got to fill in your UCAS form or whatever and say <laughs> what you're doing for the rest of your life but yeah. but also I don't understand that because.
1: It's you like know it's pleasure. like
0: saying young people like mm-hmm. you don't have to like you're just going to do this the now yeah and great if you want to do that forever but i mean that's lovely but equally if you want to do that for 10 years and then you totally have a massive change in career yeah. or pathway because life yeah no, you know 100%. I mean? then that's totally fine too yeah. i think there's just like a lot of pressure on people to decide mm-hmm. what they're going to do and um that kind of like Longevity equals success. Like, if you've been doing something a long time with that, just that means it's good, and you're like, Yeah, it's only good if you're enjoying it, totally. 100%. You know what I mean, yeah. and it seems to me like you obviously get so much enjoyment out of the music, but yeah, all the other stuff is just yeah. comes with the yeah. profession. Do you no, know? What 100%. Mean? And I guess there'll be at points in your career where you're, I mean, there's more money involved because mm-hmm. it's sadly money is a necessary that. evil. Yeah, that's another one that I'm not good be either but <laughs> you know there's certain people that you can bring into that circle that can mm. do those jobs yeah and yeah. do them very well obviously on your yeah, behalf but yeah so at, at the moment are, are you independent you're not signed yeah I'm totally independent at the moment and how how do you feel about that because we obviously mentioned like the music industry and how that rocks mm. up and yeah I think
1: I mean kind of from learning a bit more about how things work I think it depends on the artists themselves and what they kind of need. For me, I mean, it'd be great to get signed to, like, a big label. But equally, I'm kind of realising this whole thing about, oh, wait till you're discovered or wait till... It's just, it's not true. And I think the sooner artists can sort of embrace that, the better. Like, I think you need to have... Kind of leverage to get a good deal in the first place and if you've already got that leverage, do you need to yeah. take do you know yeah, yeah yeah um so for me I'm like I'm just seeing how it goes. I mean realistically I would love I would love this would be like the dream okay um first of all, I want to live in Malibu yeah i mean i could see you there just like and by the sea uh-huh.
0: <laughs> i can see that
1: but i would love to um basically just keep building what i'm doing and then hire people yeah like, to do jobs for me as you're saying Yeah.
0: um like build my own empire but like a good empire you know correct well you're already but... doing that with the band that you've yeah brought on do you know i mean, what I mean? like mm-hmm. you curate the people that are right yeah and if you're somebody who goes with their gut and it seems yeah. to me that you are do you know what I mean that mm-hmm. you're only going to be gravity and the thing is Everybody makes mistakes, so it's not putting yeah. that pressure on yourself. But you've just got to go with what it feels yeah. right, and 100%. that will be in terms of like what offers end up on the table yeah. and going, is that right? And you'll know, yeah. you you will, totally. and you'll go with it, and then whatever happens, happens.
1: A hundred percent. Can't like yeah. none
0: of us can predict. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, and it, 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 it must be scary in that sense because this is your baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're already putting out in the world your music mm-hmm. for other people to yeah. digest. But in terms of your career trajectory, like, or yeah. trajectory, is it? Trajectory. Um, <laughs> <whichever> <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> is that English degree again? <laughs> um, yeah, it must be quite tricky to navigate mm. what is right in terms of, like, the gigs that are being offered, people that yeah. maybe want to manage you, people that mm-hmm. can be like, oh, I can do this for yeah. you, and going, well, I need to say yes to an extent mm-hmm. to progress and move forward to change yeah. things up but equally you're like this is my baby so yeah
1: yeah it's hard to it's hard to know how to trust people I think um which is like a big one for me because it is that sort of thing of like because it is I mean all these songs they come from like very much my own experiences and things that I can't talk about as a person just in the world yeah (laughs) um So I think there is always that protectiveness over, like, how do you trust certain people to come in and and have the the same intentions for it that you do? Mm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think, for me, the the ultimate goal, in whatever form that is, is to be able to travel with music. That would be, like, my dream, is just to, like, be able to move around the world and experience things whilst doing music
0: yeah that feels like the sort of definitely want that for yourself that's amazing
1: yeah that's like the kind of goal for me i just i don't feel very settled to one sort of space Mm. at the moment i just kind of i'm like that's what i want to do I just want to float about and yeah, play with Malibu. Yeah, I do. I want my little like Malibu dream house. Like, <laughs> listen, thoughts become things. Yeah, I, I did see on your
0: uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, people were tagging Stevie Nicks. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what? What? Tell us about that. What's that story all about?
1: So um, I'm actually going. So I, I wrote the song San Francisco yes. a few years ago. Banger. Um, thank you. About wanting to. Uh, Go to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found out I'm actually going there to play a show next month. Which next is crazy. month? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. oh. I know. So I'm doing a show in San Francisco and then a show in Los Angeles.
0: Which is cool. crazy. I know. How that come around? Honestly, I still don't really know. I mean, um... <laughs> it's like, oh my god, how do you. Like, I'm just meaning, like, no, I'm no. interested in this, like, the story. Of... <laughs>
1: so it was kind of weird. So, like, Kinda of, as you're saying, like thoughts do become things, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to Malibu when I'm there. Yeah, really cool. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm just gonna walk around like you're house hunting. <laughs> Wild, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, my my partner found really cheap flights mm-hmm. and was planning to surprise me. And then I found out. And then a friend of mine was like, I know, I promote her and these Ah. and then they were like yeah sure come play these gigs and the good thing is is that like the the actual shows themselves are they're not based on me bringing people it's more there's already gonna be an audience yeah that's so cool um but i did find out that stevie nicks i mean i don't think she tours very often but she's touring at the moment right and she's in san francisco the exact same time i'm there
0: so I was like, I should just put it out there. You need to put I it out there.
1: You've got you. I mean, I realise like she's, she probably doesn't use her own social media. I know, but anybody that
0: does. Yeah. Surely needs to get with the program.
1: Well, I think she's like coming up for eighty, so I well, might, I might let her off. But um... yeah,
0: but our, our people, <laughs> if they know it's good for
1: Exactly. Them. Well, this is this is the thing. I'm just hoping it
0: it reaches someone. But um, and the thing yeah. is, Megan like for what it's worth, my opinion, like, you would not be out of place doing a gig with Stevie That's, Thanks. that is correct. That, that should happen. Thank you. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell my pal, because one of my, I've got a dance troupe that Emma was in, mm-hmm. and we've not performed since the pandemic, sadly, but, one of the dancers one of the cupcakes mm-hmm. she moved to san francisco she lived in san oh. francisco so i have oh. i have been i went to visit her in 2017 oh how was it i loved it it was really Good. cool really cool Good. to see you really enjoyed yeah. it it was, it was quite nice like when you know somebody that yeah. lives somewhere because then you know they were able to like, kind of show us about and stuff But yeah. then we did their own thing as well but uh yeah very cool and nice. they love it there they're now kind of wine country they're a bit Mm. out of like near is it nearer Napa I'm not really sure barely, yeah, yeah yeah um because they've got kids and stuff now so they've kind of yeah. moved out of the city but uh but I'll let her know yeah She'll come see sure. again. yeah that'd be great totally oh I'm so excited for you thank you and also I didn't realize and I've actually not seen it you wrote a song I think for mm. Chrysalis yes a film. so I know Susanna yeah. oh dear. yeah she was on the podcast Oh, I didn't know. So that. she wrote that film mate, and yeah. starred in it. Yeah. Yes. I've not seen it, but um she was on the podcast uh, during the pandemic. Because mm-hmm. it's part of a kinda of collective so we got asked we both got asked to take part in a TEDx yes. event yeah. for Cumbernauld women and i wrote a poem for it. Oh, and Santa cool. told that. their story. So uh, yes that's how we met. So I did a mm-hmm. kinda of compilation podcast of all the people that were involved in that event yeah kind of thing um and then obviously just because the you know Susanna's in the clan now I see stuff coming up yeah. and then it was just when I was on your social and I was like oh small world small world seven yeah that's cool as well that's nice to get asked to do kind of commissions, yeah. projects or whatever like stuff that's a bit
1: it's been so cool actually like the um I've loved working with Susanna and a uh, Kate Donnelly was the one who directed it. I okay. don't know if you... No, she was in no. Still Game. How did you played Frances. You know, like, Tam's wife and stuff. Yes! I can't watch Still Game in any episode no, you're she's me. in. I'm like... Totally. yeah. <laughs> um, no oh, yeah, no. it was cool. But, I like, I've done a few of these. I'm doing... I'm actually writing the soundtrack for a film at the moment, which is so cool.
0: That's cool. Yeah.
1: I've had, like, a bit of writer's block with it, but I'm getting there now, which mm. is good.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but the first... The first, um, this is just like a little fun fact. Yeah, um, I love a fun fact. (laughs) The first kind of project like that I'd ever done was, um, my song Furcoat Queen was used in an audio play during lockdown. Um, I knew nothing about it. I knew it was about three... Queer autistic women mm-hmm. who take a road trip around Scotland. Okay. I was like, that sounds, yeah. I want, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this my life? Like, um, but I found out afterwards that Miriam Margulies starred in it. I
0: mean.
1: I was just like, why would you tell me? I mean, I'm glad they didn't tell me because I feel like I just would have like freaked out and like, I don't know. No, but um I must see this film. It's like a, it's an audio play. Oh, no, dude, play. it's an audio play, sorry. But
0: it's on I mean, uh, Spotify. Right. It's called I mean, she's Kitty. one of the most iconic voices. Yeah. I mean, I love, I just love her. Yeah, so, too. A mate of uh, mine, somebody I work with, they got, you know, though, that cameo. You mm-hmm. get a video by a celebrity. Yeah. So um, for their partner's birthday, they got a video from Miriam. Really? And it is just everything <laughs> you would imagine. Yeah. It is blooming marvellous I love it so much it is it's so like it's
1: it's such a it's such a like small world in terms of like I think this is why as well like I just as much as there's certain parts about being a musician and being a creative that I don't enjoy the one thing I really do enjoy is like the the connection between creatives like it can go one way or another for sure like you can definitely work with people that you're maybe not as keen on
0: but lesson learned
1: yes 100% (laughs) it's it's, um it's character building 100% and
0: the thing is you're not going to like everybody not everyone's going to like you I mean uh, my my life's mission is to make everybody like me but that's (laughs) but I mean like and the thing is like if you don't try you'll never know yeah so like and that's just in general with projects as well but the people Mm -hmm. that you work with like you kind of have to just and most people are good that's the thing. I
1: think it's like, it kind of goes one way or another. Like I think it's so refreshing when you meet other creatives that you just click with. Like I, I, mean, most of my my friendships as an adult have come from meeting other creative people, and then just being like, oh my god, we're best friends now. Yeah.
0: Like You're it's life, great. Yeah. Sorry, you can't. Speak. Yeah. I mean, hello. <laughs> I'm just <asking> a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, you know, like you in know, yeah. the clan. Yes. And the thing was about you, I mean, obviously, it's just getting a vibe. I, I'm mm-hmm. very much not of, I don't sus- subscribe to the school of, oh, they've got X amount of followers, mm-hmm. or they're, like, in um, just now, yeah. they're like, they're coming on the but That is not how no. this works. Yeah. I just go with my gut. Yeah. Also, people, like, kindly now ask to come on, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah. you know, they've seen it or whatever, they've heard it, <clears throat> and I'm like, great, like, see if you're passionate about some, we can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's literally the premise. Yeah, But in Terms of you, like obviously, there was a bit of a oh, kind of weigh in because mm-hmm. Emma, yeah, uh, there was already like a kind of narrative there around mm. Megan's really cool, oh, like as in a person, bless her, yeah. And uh, my mum said the exact same thing. I love your mum so much, she's the best, <laughs> she's <laughs> so cool, <laughs> she but like she was like, oh, you'll have, it. oh, brilliant, oh, just so down to earth, and dead catty. Oh. And I was like, great, we're talking about this, and we're talking about that. Like, this was yesterday because I was like, oh, <laughs> I said, oh, Megan's coming to the house tomorrow, and I'm like, oh. Cool. It <laughs> was like make sure. in fact it was my mum was like, well I'll tell your dad not to just turn up. Ah, oh, you should have. I would Listen, have loved that. As, as we said to you, it's big props if Jerry likes your music because cool. Jerry likes what he likes. Cool. You know, I'll it's take the Chris Springsteen. Yeah. You know, we've got our favourites. Yes. So high praise indeed. Yeah. Thank <laughs> He's you. Like, I Megan will make it. Megan will make it. I absolutely. Believe it. Like, yeah, hundred percent. We're on. Place. We're on board thank you <laughs> see inside I'm just like oh my god like yeah. the imposter syndrome is just like but I don't know but it's yeah no, it's, it's you so mean, nice inside, but... you've, I think you've just got to sometimes go this thing's always just going to be there sometimes yeah. it'll be shouting louder than others
1: totally 100% I think it does help though getting that sort of feedback from people or like especially like it's great when it's like people that don't know you as well and don't have any reason to like say nice yeah, things
0: smoke up here. yeah uh-huh. yeah hey, like, yeah they just like your music they mm, like
1: what you're doing totally yeah 100 percent. and it's like it's so nice to hear just like to get that sort of feedback from people or like i don't know i mean i remember like one of my like biggest sort of milestones for me in terms of being like oh like maybe i'm not terrible at this or, like, this is actually, like, a, like one of my biggest achievements ever was I got a message from a girl on Instagram, and it was just after I'd released my song Freedom Belongs to Him. And she messaged me to say her and a bunch of other women were in the smoking area at a club, and they were just, like, singing Freedom Belongs to Him. And I was like, that is, like... That is magical. Life like, made. Yeah, I was like... The women in the smoking area or in the toilets on a night out are like my favourite people. Neighbors. Yeah. it's
0: was like, you guys go. I uh-huh. love it. And it's nice when you hear that feedback yeah. because you won't know to what extent your music will be yeah. touching lives. And I think that's a great thing about social media is that mm-hmm. people do have a kind of direct line to yeah, artists. Totally. Even if you're Stevie Nicks and you don't, do your own instagram but there's a more of a chance that 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 Mm -hmm. feedback will get to an artist and that does mean the world like when somebody likes your stuff like it does do you mean like even the podcast you know you get that mean dopamine hit when somebody sends you a like or whatever. because i'm like you're putting a thing out you know and obviously this podcast is not about me and it's absolutely about the people that you know but the fact that we've had this conversation like if nobody listens Mm -hmm. i've had a lovely time that's not why i'm doing it yeah. I'm doing it because uh, this bit I like. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that people do like it and they get something from it, that's a bonus. That's yeah, a totally. Yeah, that's a the same for you when you're yeah. music. you're like, I have to do this thing. Yeah. And it's just really nice that other folk like it and they get something from yeah,
1: it. Yeah, 100%. It's like, I see it as like I'm doing it for kind Of younger Megan, and then if other people also like it, then I'm like, Aye. Oh, that's nice,
0: totally. And I guess, like, not and absolutely, we can absolutely not talk about it in any way, mm-hmm. shape, or form. But just because you mentioned it earlier on about like the mental health or your, ment- your yeah. mental health aspect, like, I think it's, it's a huge topic. Thank goodness that we're talking about that mm. thing more. But, um, the messages in your songs also you being honest, like, whether it be on stage and saying, I'm angry about stuff or, mm-hmm. you know, sharing aspects to whatever yeah. degree is comfortable for you, that's also, you know, a lifeline, a, a, mm-hmm. you know, a support to other people, a we glimmer of hope when other people are feeling yeah. similar things to yourself and you just be like, oh, I feel that too. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Do you know what I mean? I think that's 100%. wonderful, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and again, it's like, I feel like if I didn't have music like part of the need to do it i suppose as well is like i feel like that's my only way of like i can talk about mental health in terms of like you know i can send chat to my friends for hours and like i can listen to people talking about it but i think there's an element of if i wasn't doing music and didn't have that sort of creative outlet i think I would struggle a lot more with it than I do. Um, just mainly because I don't. I don't think I would talk about it or even acknowledge it as much. Yeah. Whereas music is kind of that way of. A lot of time, like I feel like a lot of my songs are like kind of more subconscious. Like I don't know. I'm very mm-hmm. much like a therapy gal. I go to therapy. Great.
0: Everybody should get it.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. And it's just a travesty that mm-hmm. people can't access it for various reasons. Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. And. I think for me, I look at music that I've written and then maybe like a year later, mm. I'll be like, oh, that's what that song's about. So sometimes it's it's more even like subconscious, like it's not even that I know I want to talk yeah. about it. I'm just like, oh, that's catchy. <laughs> and then like later on, I'll be like, like just like... Having an epiphany here. <laughs> yeah, like I'll just be on stage, like
0: kind of just vibing along to my own trauma. <laughs> just like, oh, but How much healing must be in that? yeah i mean like to find your outlet yeah and you know and i know it from writing poetry there's Mm -hmm. several of my poems that you know touch on mental health yeah uh various aspects of it kind of thing and yeah i'd be the same like Mm -hmm. i wouldn't necessarily be talking Mm -hmm. about it i wouldn't even talk about it in this podcast yeah which is fine
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but i'm happy to put it in a poem
1: yeah because it it just it it feels like an extension of your own
0: totally totally And that is like, that's part of the conversation. It's mm-hmm. like, we don't all necessarily need to sit down yeah. but if that's not where you're at, mm-hmm. and you'll have your people in your life that you do talk to, whether yeah. it's a therapist or partner or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got this um, vehicle or you've got this way of like just channeling good energy through stuff that's difficult, mm-hmm. great. Like, yeah. absolutely brilliant.
1: Totally. The fact that people spend money buying tickets and actually coming to the gig and taking time out of their lives to be there is already like I just feel like so grateful for that cuz I'm like there's so much more that goes into it than just people buying tickets it's like they're they're genuinely choosing to spend their night yeah. there with you yeah. and like being present with you and like I think as well just yeah I think it's nice to be part of that like when you can see that people are just like enjoying themselves or even like I get a lot of people who because especially since I've released the EP mm-hmm. um you know I get a lot of people that really appreciate some of the like I, I have a song that's kind of more towards this sort of me too movement and yes. my own experiences and as as hard as that can be as a topic I think like it's so rewarding for me that people genuinely get a lot out of that song and like hearing it live and things so I think it's just nice to like as you say like hold that space for people where it's like they can actually sort of like not detox
0: but just like I don't know it's that sort of release isn't yeah. it it's yeah I mean to be able to sing a communal yeah. singing I think like singing along with other people yeah. like being in a space like it's all very bed- healing yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know and it's not to say you know that you can banish people's terrible experiences but no. you feel you can see yourself in a mm-hmm. song or you can hear yourself in a song or that you can be part of something or mm-hmm. just in that moment like that is a gift do you yeah. know I mean? that release kind of thing and um yeah it's one thing sitting in your house listening to somebody's music and feeling connected to it but mm-hmm. it's, it's something else to to really go i mean i'm all advocate for being in the room yeah like feeling it together do you know what I mean like and it's great and it's good for you too to be able to Mm -hmm. experience that do you know what I mean because you it's the vulnerable thing of putting your heart and soul and blood sweat and tears into your music yeah so you should get that reward back when people are enjoying it and see it you know and yeah don't necessarily need somebody to message you on instagram but you're just seeing somebody's face
1: yeah singing your
0: songs back to you or whatever Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like because it's yeah it's it's difficult to be an artist it's difficult to be somebody who puts a thing out in the world whether it's for career choices or otherwise so you do deserve that feedback do you mean that positive feedback so yeah yeah, more of it so uh, america's next yes you know just swanning about just casual um what else are you looking forward to because i guess we're kind of on the cusp of going into Mm -hmm. a new year so yeah what's what are you hoping for what are you excited about
1: um, so I'm excited. I so basically the the EP that I released, Full Circle Part One, is part one yeah. of a bigger thing. Um, so I'm excited to put the kind of rest of that project out. I think there's a few little kind of surprises for people, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously doing the the film soundtrack and working yes. on that. And um, I think the main thing is like a lot of kind of festivals and shows and stuff that I've got lined up, which I'm very excited about. But, um, yeah, just I feel very grateful. Like, I think there's, there are just so many amazing opportunities that I've been able to get. And even, like, this past year, just all the amazing stuff. Like, I think America will be such a nice, like, end to yeah, this year as absolutely.
0: well. So I hope you have a ball. Mine Thank didn't come you. back, though. You don't...
1: I know. Well, I you? I'm kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> afraid of that. That I'm just like. I live here now. Yeah, I'm just like not gonna. I'll be like, oh, I missed my flight. Oh, oh I damn! just <laughs> not it be here for a while? <laughs> um, no, it's something that, like I definitely, I'd love to just travel as much as I can. Music anyway, but I yeah. definitely think I'd like to explore kind of different scenes. Like I love the Scottish music scene, and I think. There's like a real kind of sense of like community within Scotland. Hundred percent. I think yeah, I just wanna I just wanna branch out and do Good. things. Good. Yeah, totally. Um, another thing, I actually thought of one more thing that I was gonna say, but um. in terms of for me, what makes like shows rewarding or like doing music rewarding, I feel like something I've noticed recently is like my sort of like audience or like fan base. I always hate saying like I feel like <laughs> that always feels really yeah, actually, weird. Yeah, actually like. I know I was like oh, no, fanways. Um <laughs> I feel like it's it's so nice to see that like because the, the people that are like supporting my music it tends to be quite a safe space that's created, which I really like. There's yes. quite I mean it's not my music isn't obviously just for queer people or just for women. Like mm-hmm. I think it's nice that everybody Kind of comes together, but I feel like I've really noticed that the people who seem to get what I'm trying to do are showing up and create. They they are also part of creating that yes. space and holding it. And I
0: think, yeah, it's just very rewarding. That's it's great. great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's all you can ask for in it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? like a hundred percent. I'm all about the safe spaces and all about people feeling empowered and people yeah. feeling heart of something do mm-hmm. you know what I mean like that's genuinely what i wanted to create with the podcast do you know what i mean like yeah. that whole thing like you're part of the clan yeah. the probably clan and i've been privileged to, to to chat to so many amazing artists i mean actually mm-hmm. it was lovely that night because i had interviewed mike mckenzie all right. online during the pandemic right. so that was the first time i met mike lovely. in real life right. and saw so <laughs> mike play live and i was like how cool is this do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like and uh, you know i I'm, I'm all about community because i think humans in general just need to help each other out more mm-hmm. like we need to be off on each other yeah. but even more so in the realm of being self-employed or being artists like yeah. musicians whatever like it's it's hard yeah. do you know what I mean and I have been extremely lucky in my career that so many people have given me a help a hand up do you know what I mean? yeah. like the amount of work that people throw my way and mm-hmm. and I just try and do that it's like you
1: know, yeah you can it can on, on the kindness, yeah do you
0: know what I mean? like, 100% random acts of kindness and all that kind of jazz like yeah it's not hard. Just no. be nice. Work hard, be nice. What's that poster? Yeah, you know I mean everybody puts it in their wall. It is true though. Yeah. It's not really that difficult. But I mean, well, no, the totally. world is hard. Yeah. So if we can all just be nice and supportive yeah. and create spaces where people do feel seen yeah. or welcomed or can express themselves like great, like totally. hopefully we'll heal the world. Yeah. One step at a time 100 percent right? That's it. Now I do think all we'll the the hang of my jigs used to be a lot longer but then the chat just I mean I could literally do this forever so <laughs> uh, so I've kind of capped it now recently to two just because yes then everybody's like Lisa why are you still talking <laughs> um so these are like random questions but the mm-hmm. last ones I always ask the same one but I'm compelled to ask you because you mentioned it several times yes. and it is a bro it is a jig question a jig. is what would you say to your younger self because mm-hmm. you've said that you're doing this for younger mm-hmm. Megan Yeah. So, what would you say now, at this point in your life? I
1: think I would say to younger Megan. I don't know, this is so hard, because I don't want to be all cheesy about it. Um, (laughs) Just today. Yeah. I think just to, like, embrace being who she is, you know? I look back on, like, videos of myself, like, performing my one-woman dance routine in my parents' living room, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I think... It's important for me that, like, if I could go back in time or if I could talk to her, I'd be like, just do it. Just embrace it. Mm -hmm. Embrace
0: all of it, because it's great. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. And the question that I do ask everybody, Mm -hmm. because it's called The Bra and The Brave, is what is your favourite Scots word or phrase? Oh, this is a
1: tricky one. I feel like I don't know as many as I probably should.
0: You might be doing, you just don't realise. It's mm-hmm. just in your vocabulary.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go for one. This isn't actually like, I don't think this is a real phrase. This is something my gran says, and my gran I makes up I love what grannies say. <laughs> I'm here for that. So my gran's from Paisley, and she's kind of merged. She just made her own wee language sometimes. But one thing she says is if if it's cold outside, she tells me to get harped up. <laughs> I is that a real that. thing? I would use that. Okay, that's good because I'm like, Gran, that's not a real word. And she's like, she is it's. <laughs> she is correct. I would say, oh, you need to get harped up. Yeah, well, I've gaslit my Gran. There's no time then because she <laughs> she's definitely been
0: like, this oh, is a real word. But I've not heard somebody say that for ages. It yeah. just unlocks something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. So she'd be like, mind and get harped up. She's right yeah uh, to be fair mind didn't get harped up i
1: know <laughs> <it>. <laughs> but i love it there's something like i think because she's always said it i think there's something so like comforting about it i'm ah. like i do need to get harped up she's right. yeah i wonder
0: where this <laughs> comes from though no idea harped up
1: i just assume well she calls she calls celine dion Celine Dion. so i feel like same i just
0: one. i just assumed she made that word up no, no, no she is correct i went there, but then certain words or certain phrases do come from certain mm-hmm. areas i mean i know we're yeah. not in paisley but we're kind of that mm-hmm. kind of thing so there's been ones that people have said from other places in scotland and i'm like eh, hey, yeah i've never heard of that or i'll you know say something yeah. and they'll be like no yeah. never heard that in my puff kind of yeah. thing harped mm-hmm. up harped up <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely get harped up with you, megan <laughs> megan i can't thank you enough thank you so much for having you've me. had a nice time i have i've had tea and biscuits it's and... Way cold in here though i think my heating's broke oh. <laughs> well it was getting fixed the other day and it's still no fixed clearly I'll so well, you we put the heat on and i could make you a, a warmer cup of tea that's all i guess we mean thank you anyway yeah i just wish you all the best like i'm excited to see what you got to next i'm glad i've got your music in my life now thank you uh and um obviously i'll put all the stuff in the show notes so people can find you and mm-hmm. be part of the yes. megan black uh drama yeah <laughs> it's an ongoing drama <laughs> but, but, and uh, yeah thank you so much for joining the car thank you i hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Pro and the brave podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.